0: A very warm welcome to you from Equa Marketing. This presentation is brought to you by Equa.com, a leader in digital marketing.
1: Welcome to another episode of Growing Dentist. Today I have the person who inspired me to start the podcast Growing Dentist. His name is Yogan Rudolph and he's the founder of JKR Financial and obviously he runs a podcast or he hosts a podcast called Open Role Podcast and how many people do you have listening to it right now?
0: Oh, first of all, thanks for inviting me on the show. And uh, I think, yeah, Nareem, we're at thirteen, thirteen thousand. We're we're close, like just under thirteen thousand. And it's uh, it's an interesting journey when you you see the numbers come in, and and I guess part of it is seeing the numbers, people downloading your your episodes, but part of it is the stuff you learn because you're constantly exploring. How do I put out a better show? How do I do this, or you know make it better i feel nervous being on this side of the microphone
1: you know what you got me going so you know definitely you're doing something right i mean you inspired me to want to do it myself you know before we get into kind of some meaty stuff can you kind of tell me a little bit about your journey um and perhaps how you got into podcasting just curious because uh you know i'm sure a lot of people would love to hear how you did it because you know you run a business a traditional business but what you're doing is so untraditional i haven't heard of any other financial planner who has his own podcast series with thirteen thousand, you know people listening to it every is it a weekly podcast weekly podcast 70
0: 70 episodes have gone out you did number 70. oh wow thank you for for doing that but yeah my journey i've always liked uh actually one of the guests on my show was who got me into it we were working together as financial planners at this company it's not even around anymore london life this is back in 92 and he comes into the boardroom. Remember, picture this back in the old days, cubicles, boardrooms. I know it's not your world, you don't have that. But he goes, I watched this thing on TV last night where they have a cage, and these two guys go in this cage and they fight. And he brought the video in, and we watched it. And we're like, wow, is that ever interesting? All right. First UFC. Wow. So fast forward, Joe Rogan puts up, so I start following the ufc and joe rogan has a podcast so i started listening to his podcast and i'm like oh that's interesting i go away on vacation and part of this new world is i didn't want to have cable tv anymore right i was like so i started listening to podcasts more i bought an apple tv well the itunes podcast is one of the icons on apple tv so i start listening to podcasts on the apple tv and where i'm going with my long story here is John Lee Dumas has a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. And it's a daily podcast with just interesting people that come on, very positive ideas and they're entrepreneurs and his whole thing about that podcast is he's marketing how to do a podcast. So after listening to it a few times I went, "Hey, I can do a podcast." Right. And I subscribed to his Podcaster's Paradise and it's a online tutorial uh, videos, well, yeah, videos or a tutorial on how to build your podcast and I remember I, I went to Kim she's we've worked together for she's 15 17 18 years and I go we're gonna do a podcast it was about a year and a half ago and she took over the the editing part of it the putting it together and I just said okay I'll find the guests and we'll interview them and and get it out there and then we learned a whole lot more about social media by doing that yeah, it's, it's been a great journey.
1: That's amazing. So <clears throat> I'm going to definitely check out uh, Podcasters Paradise. Definitely. I think that looks like an awesome resource for anybody who's uh, looking at learning more about podcasting. Now, um, tell me a little bit about some of your best uh, uh, episodes and, and kind of um, why do you feel that way? Like, I mean, both from your point of view and also from your audience point of view. <laughs> I know I'm putting you on the spot here. No, there's just,
0: I always say the little... Brain of my head's gonna crash thinking of all the different the experiences you get from interviewing that guest and and there's a high afterwards too. I don't you finish the podcast, the person leaves you like that was a great guy. What a great like uh, vintage soul geek yesterday. It was a great because it's right in my mind. It was the latest episode we did before you came in. It was yesterday.
1: Right
0: and yeah, just hearing his journey and and how you know through three generations he put together his bricks and mortars of vintage clothing Uh, and hearing that story. So, you know, that's one of the the episodes that comes to mind. Jason Powell, uh, it was another one that was like episode 20 going back almost a year ago. He's a black belt. He teaches uh, martial arts at an academy I go to as a black belt. And he doesn't fit the role really as an entrepreneur. He works for a big company as their, I guess, he, he manages their people. And I'm sure he's having a little laugh at how I described that, because uh, he works with young offenders and things like that. So he's not truly an entrepreneur, but the podcast was about moving your body and just right doing something, like whether going to a martial arts studio down the road or going for a walk, but just getting that body moving and you know, not just waiting around to get old. Uh, that, those are two, two of two the episodes that come to my mind, and it's funny as we're doing this interview. Kim's sitting next to me. I know she's probably got like twenty episodes. She just wants to fire in. Uh, oh, I'm on. You're on. You're on. I'm looking over at you. What's the I one love that comes? The Bliss Kitchen one. Bliss, Bliss Kitchen. Oh. oh my goodness, those you, girls were awesome. You didn't know you were going to get both of us on the no, show here, sorry. That's too. awesome. Oh. Well, they were so inspirational. They they just had such a great attitude and such a a fantastic story and anytime donnie is on donnie is such a fun guest oh donnie watch mma fighter (laughs) all right donnie is always fun to talk to he is just a fantastic guest donnie's episodes you can find on ours because you just look down we've got clean like you'll find when with your your podcast you'll have clean lyrics so you don't but if you have anything explicit you have to put the e on all so right. his episodes on itunes you can just find you just look for they're only one that's marked with an e
1: right how how do, how would somebody find it is there a website for open roll podcast or is, is that yeah openroll
0: openroll.org uh,
1: open openroll.org w- that's o-p-e-n openroll.org okay perfect uh,
0: you know you're you're big on the colby and things always you know mold us in life and through martial arts where i came up with the name for the podcast was i wasn't sure what to call it and I wanted to have some openings that if I have someone that's not an entrepreneur on there that hey it's just an open role. It's like a right it's a free session. If someone's got an idea, I don't want to be limited to the name of my podcast that I can't bring them on. Because I was at the time putting it together saying it's for the micro entrepreneur. He may get an idea from someone that's not a micro entrepreneur. So I thought yeah, just have an open role. Everyone right. bring their own skills and someone's going to get something out of it.
1: Absolutely. You know, let me kind of shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit uh, about dentists and, and some of the things that they might be interested in. A couple of things you said that kind of struck me is that uh, I noticed many of my clients, I mean all of my clients are doctors, uh, dermatologists, dentists and so forth. They're very health conscious, you know, like doctors are the most health conscious group that I have seen. They eat healthy, they take care of themselves, they exercise, uh, they are active. Um, so, and obviously you are very active, you are into martial arts, uh, you talked about some of your guests who inspire you, who are obviously all very active people. Um, I, I would like you to share your thoughts on, you know, you, remember we are li- the listeners here are dentists. so your thoughts on how this might help them personally, like do you have any pointers for them personally and or for their patients or clients, like any, any advice or any, any thoughts around health? That you think people might find interesting.
0: Uh, one of the one of the for my first trip to Brazil, I I, w- I went down there to to go to a camp. It was Brazilian jiu jitsu. I had just started, and you know, the, Jeff Jawson was going. He's it's the academy I train at. He was going down to fight in the world championships in Rio de Janeiro, and the club had like a camp in another town. So on that trip, the academy we were training at in Rio de Janeiro, they had, uh, they would do like normal classes like here, but they had this warm up they would do, it was called animal biotics. Alright. And it was a breathing, and then just moving your hips and your body on the mat, whether you walk down the mat like a monkey, whether you walk down like a tiger, also in a, a sitting position, you can Google, you know, on on the internet, it'll come up under animal gymnastics animal uh, animal movements anything like that will give you an idea but you know I guess where I'm going with this is that person you've got all different levels of ability and one of them is just being able to pull yourself up off the floor like if you're lying on the floor can you get up off the floor and if you can do these movements you'll get up off the floor and then the next step is well what about if you're In a martial art like a grappling type sport, where you can't lift weights to get yourself in shape to wrestle, really, it's different muscles that you use. So these movements help you in a sport like martial arts. So yeah, I don't go to the gym. I just walk around like a monkey, and I teach a class on Fridays just how to yeah move. You know, it's outside my vertical of financial planning. Right. However, I, I I encourage that to people. Do something outside your Comfort zone. Word. Yeah.
1: Right. It's called animal gymnastics. That's the word I should go that's with. That's the
0: one that, if that's been branded. Uh, right. Uh, the, the person I went to is Orlando Cani, and and he's the one who taught the guy who puts the animal gymnastics out. Right. But yeah, if you Google anything with animal gymnastics, it's going to come up it should, with the videos.
1: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I, I assume you work with uh, doctors uh, in your business, in your practice, dentists, uh, dentists. Uh, physicians and so forth um what is it that you kind of have learned or noticed um, when it comes to wealth and how they think about wealth and um and maybe even we'll get into this a little bit more um you know um different stages of life uh, people who are just starting out versus people maybe with a young family five five ten years in practice versus people are about to retire and somewhere in between like how do they think about wealth and how do they think about their future and and what kind of conversations do you have with them just kind of curious because you know uh, one of the things i think my audience would really appreciate is the wisdom of somebody who has talked to a lot of people like them and and have some insights
0: um back in may i had the honor of speaking at uh, symposium i guess it was their education day for mac ortho all oh, right and I talked a lot about the podcast. So I was brought up there as a financial planner. Damn, the podcast is a lot more interesting to talk about <laughs> than stacking money in a corner. Except the uh, what I would take away, because I've got some questions. Right. I, I didn't use the full 20-minute talking. It was about 15 minutes. So it was about five minutes of questions coming up. And uh, residents, the question would be, what about debt? Right. Because you most times leave with use massive debt massive debt so there's that to deal with the uh the doctors themselves you know one thing that surprised me is the low amount of money they get paid for a surgery like everyone thinks doctors are paid a lot of money i mean i have my orthopedic or my knee replaced i didn't know a doctor only gets paid 800 to do a knee surgery wow like damn i'm thinking you should be getting about 10 grand for that thing (laughs) right that's those are my knees exactly But I digress and go off on a side street on my answer here. Um, What I'm noticing is now as you get the more established doctor wants those investments that are going to create sustainability of his income later.
1: So first thing you mentioned is debt because they come out of school with massive debt. So how do they think about debt? How do they manage their debt? Second thing you're mentioning is um, how do they create um, an income stream even when they stop working with their hands? Right. Yeah. Because it's going to happen at some point.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe you just question what's available to you now. You know, maybe, right. Maybe, you know, a lot of things I see from the from what I what I bring in the financial planning part of it is a lot of questions. Like, are you doing any science, scientific research and, and experimental development credits? Are you getting any of that? Have you taken a surgery and, you know, through your trial and error, brought it down 10 seconds or something like, know, I'm not a specialist in that field, but those specialists will get their money back. So part of what I I think, and it's a lot of verticals are going this way. It's more of a step back, look down and take a holistic view and say, are you missing a bit of money that you should be getting for some of the experiment or the research you're doing? And and Right. You generate that money that comes in. now you can invest that in an investment property or you can put that into your tax-free savings account. So pension plan,
1: right? So you, you, correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying, um, almost compartmentalizing both your income and savings or your investments. So um, you have a broader kind of a strategy. Uh, so, for example, uh, I'm, I'm making this up, thinking about a dentist. Um, let's say um, I just started doing Invisaligns, right? And I, I, I have that separate part of my business. So maybe say, okay. I'm going to take all this extra money I'm getting from Invisalign and instead of just putting it back in and kind of circulating it and kind of not really benefiting from it, take that income or the profit from that new piece of my business and allocate it to some kind of an investment. It's just a small amount, but over time it could build up.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Boy, as a doctor entrepreneur, there's so many different ways you can use that money. You know, One of your biggest returns is always private equity putting reinvesting back in yourself right so you're always going to get a higher return on yourself however you're really freelancing because you're always dependent on that you being in that business right but as you keep You know, buying the better chair or buying the better equipment and reinvesting, that is a better return than you're going to get putting it in your XYZ mutual fund. Right. So it's going to drive you crazy as the entrepreneur that you're not making as much money, giving your money to JKR Financial. Right. Because your perception is it's got to be the same. Well, it's not the same. You're pulling that money out of the practice to keep it away from you because later it's going to be a generator of income when your practice isn't. Right. And maybe you're going to do that well, the building your practices in you're going to purchase that and that's an investment property or you know the the house next to the house you live in you're going to eventually buy maybe something in the neighborhood to rent out or right i don't know all your everyone's journey is how they want to put it together something a lot of people i like to bring your attention to and i draw it in circles is alternative investments and not in the old day of a hedge fund more uh Boy, I'll give you an example, a, a, uh, a party rental place that does the tents, investing in a drone because a drone can go up and fly through the tents and visual, put, give a visual of their business. So that's an alternative investment that you're buying into that maybe is an incubator that you can put all those shots out on a social media that builds your network up in a business that wasn't there before.
1: Makes sense. So, I mean, one of the things that you touched on that I think is very, very uh, important is um, a lot of doctors don't have a framework to make those decisions. Like, they just don't consciously make those decisions. Like, they keep buying new stuff and buying new stuff. And there's a new salesperson who says, oh, this is brand new equipment. And they don't do the math and figure out how much it's costing me and how much am i going to make out of it, what assumptions have to be true for me to make the money. So it's almost like they're driving the car but they don't have a dashboard that tells them they're speeding or they're going too slow or that their engine oil is going to run out. I mean, uh, one particular doctor I can think of, you know, brilliant doctor, amazing, amazing results, amazing everything, but she's a million dollars in the hole. You know, Uh, and it's not just just like we talk about overnight success story ten years in the making, it's not like overnight failure, it really is failure ten years in the making because she made lots of bad decisions you know, bad hires, bad investments, bad dot, 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 you name it. Even relationships, you know, like uh, even the people she hired. So um, so what huh. I'm hearing from you is, is kind of uh, we need uh, doctors might really benefit from having a structured way of thinking about what am I doing with my money? Internal is OK, but even that you need a structured way to evaluate it. And even external again if you don't put all your eggs in one basket that's the second thing i'm hearing about hearing from you like have have a balanced just like you have a balanced life have a balanced view of how to use your money both to create um wealth by investing in your practice but also to create wealth outside of your practice and then the third thing i'm hearing from you is um you know do what you love as well right so if you hate something then don't get into it because you're not going to be inspired by it. You're not going to be engaged with it and they're going to kind of forget about it and then that's going to cause problems. So
0: That's such a good point. Just because your doctor friend that went you went through Harvard with right. bought investment properties and you do not want to do plumbing at two in the morning on a weekend right. because someone's calling you, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're going to buy you know, something else but just a generator of, of income that's different than everything else and to view it like a, the table legs, like, each one's your your investment and if you only got one leg you're not gonna have a very balanced investment portfolio so you want to have a few more legs on your table of income streams coming in
1: right right so can you can you tell me um some examples of different doctors who have um you know taken different journeys and kind of how they looked at um, their wealth and their future and and how do they kind of go about creating that future they wanted uh, for their families and themselves?
0: Can I give you the answer you weren't expecting? Go ahead. So when I spoke in, in May at Mac, McMaster Orthopedic Surgeons Symposium Day, the, the gentleman on before me, I don't know his name, damn, he was so cool. And it was why you should was the topic. And he talked about taken a year i think it was a full year off being a doctor to travel the world wow and he gave all the reasons why you can't do it (laughs) and he went with his family and two kids and you know when you're in that room with someone that you just got a good vibe off of and you're talking and you're like wow that is really neat now he's right back you know running his crazy orthopedic you know they go crazy i guess there's so many different things going on there right but you know it's it's very hectic and he's back running that. Nothing's changed, he he didn't fall off the planet and not survive, so maybe that's one of the best investments is that year off, taking that sabbatical and forget about your, t- here's me, the financial planner, saying, yeah, maybe you don't need to put it all on your tax-free savings account, buy the 13 properties. Maybe you need just to take a year off and, and that'll get you everything anyways.
1: That's amazing, so when we look at creating a future, You don't have to follow the the standard path. You could kind of customize it and you could make it your own. And and you're right, maybe that taking that year off is the best thing you could do for yourself and your family. You know, you reminded me of one of my uh, clients who's a dentist, and he went to, I think, uh, where he was originally from, a country in South America for a year and a half, and he took his entire family. And he had his practice running when he was gone and he kind of would remote in and just check in on things. And they had an amazing time. I mean, they learned the local languages. They lived in a village. It's just unbelievable stuff. And obviously, he helped out the people in that village and, you know, he did dentistry for them. And and I think talking to him, it was a huge risk, at least it looked like it. But like you said, the world didn't end and his practice didn't die and nothing happened and... And his entire family and his kids and his wife, they were all so much richer because they decided to do that. And um, so sometimes maybe you're right, take that uncharted path and you know, take that time off.
0: It'll make your next blog posts a lot more interesting.
1: <laughs> something to talk about, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's amazing. And that's the last thing I would expect from a financial planner, like, you know, tell me that don't do what you're supposed to do and <laughs> do something different. That's uh, that's awesome. That's uh, you think in a very different way. That's amazing.
0: Well, you know, you're gonna make it back anyways. We right. just do.
1: Right. I mean, life is a long journey, right? That one year is not gonna make any difference.
0: Yeah. Play the long
1: game. Exactly. Play yes. the long game. Um, I would like to talk to you a lot more, but you um, you know, you know uh, maybe we could uh, do w- one more episode and maybe get more detail into one of the topics. But uh, I would like to end this episode with that last piece of advice, play the long game. Coming from a financial advisor who has worked with, uh, you know, many, many entrepreneurs and doctors and, I mean, to be honest, doctors are entrepreneurs, right? They're in private practice and they're they're on their own. Um, That's
0: true. That's a good way of looking at it. A very specialized entrepreneur.
1: Right. Uh, Who has an expertise and a skill set, but at the end of the day, they're on their own. So what they do and how they do it will determine their future and the decisions they make. So thank you very much, uh, um, for spending time with me and obviously inspiring me to start this podcast.
0: Yeah. Nareem, thanks for the kind words and, and having me on the show and, and actually making me have to think of what it's like. You've helped me grow for my podcast because this is the first time I've been interviewed for a show. I just went in and just jumped in. So yeah, I think I mentioned that before. I just thank, thank you. And, uh, I hope to be back again.
1: Absolutely. Thank you very much. And um, share this podcast by going to growingdentist.com. And it's episode number two.